I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Rio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. Uh, welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. I'm going to keep my intro pretty short and sweet. I'm a little bit under the weather. I don't want to be coughing all over this microphone, and I don't want to infect all you people in Radio Wonderland, so <laughs> I'm going to try to keep this short. <laughs> But um, we have an amazing show for you here tonight. Um, as always, uh, the one, the only, Stacy Morris is currently with us, and I think we might have just um, uh, Nancy might be almost on the line. I think that might be her. But uh, before we get started, I'm going to introduce Stacy Morris, She's a former co-host of GDP Radio, always, forever Hall of Fame co-host of GDP Radio, and we bring Nancy and Stacy on every quarter because they are such an essential asset to uh, somebody's lifestyle changes, being healthy and motivated, and such a great wealth of knowledge. Um, without any further ado, I want to bring on Stacy Morris, and I'm going to turn it over to you for a second while I go queue and see if this is Nancy on the line, if you don't mind. Okay, Mike. I will. I'll take the wheel. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Nancy and I were talking about the timing of this show, and how it's it's the middle of January, and that probably by this time of the month, most people's resolutions are way in the rearview mirror. <laughs> and I believe me, I, I they, that's how I used to do it every year for so many years. And I didn't really even make any resolutions this year because I, I just feel they're kind of a setup, you know. I mean... The intentions are good, but there's just something about this list of shoulds that can be right. so discouraging, you know? Do you know what I mean, Crystal? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, because I do the same thing, so. Uh, yeah, and I thought, well, oh, Mike, is she on? Oh, I think we have Nancy on the line. I just wanted to let you know. Nancy, is that you? Oh, yes. Hey. Hello. Oh, Hi, Nancy. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, I, I didn't mean to interrupt your thoughts, Stacy. I just wanted to let you know we have Nancy on with us. Yeah, thanks. Feel better, Mike. Okay? We'll take it easy. <laughs> oh, we'll take it thank from you here. so much. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hang yeah. out in the background and direct traffic. Yeah, hang out. <laughs> if you have a question, just let us know. Um, but, Nancy, I was just telling Crystal and the audience, you know, how we were talking about 
This show is going to be mid-month in January. Usually by this point, resolutions are, are a distant memory. Um, mm-hmm. But yet, we still want to have some some things to shoot for, some some things to, you know, make you know make a good habit for ourselves. But even if it's just one thing, to move forward in a better direction. And I know in the past, my a lot of my resolutions have felt almost forced upon me, you know, by others or by society, and, and it was like this list of shoulds. So I thought, you know, maybe tonight we could talk about just some things to do for better health that we genuinely want to do. Like most of us want to have more energy. You know, most of us want to have good digestion and good gut health or a good night's sleep, and, and those are just simple but profound things that can have such an impact on our health if we're doing it right. And who better to guide us through than Nancy Goberti, functional medicine specialist, author, nutritionist, speaker. Um, So that's, that's where we're headed tonight. What do you say, Nancy? I think it's great. You know, um, it's so funny because someone was mentioning how their gym was so crowded and they're like, oh, but I know by February it'll, it will be dead again, you know, and it's all about our shifting of perspective because New Year's resolutions, we almost feel like, oh, we haven't done something right. So now we have a clean slate and we get to do it right. But, you know, so that's already a negative thought, right? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I think if we change our perspective in a way that I'm worthy of feeling my best for me because I Mm -hmm. have goals and passions and I have significant others that I want to be around, right? So in order to do that, I have to feel my best. If we change it that way, as opposed to coming from a negative, like, oh, I I haven't done it right. I've got to lose this weight or I've got to get in shape. Why don't we just say, like, well, with the choices that you're making, are they for you? You know, so if we, the mindset will guide our everyday decisions and we really have to look at it more as a lifestyle. Like we want to do our yoga. We want to eat healthy. We want to stay hydrated with water. We want to get sleep, get to sleep earlier. We want to get rid of our self talk that's negative, that chips away at our confidence. So in order to do that, we have to ask ourselves, what are we doing that is going for the right stuff for us? So if we look at food as opposed to saying, oh, you have to be on this diet, or, you know, people will say, what's better? Is the keto diet good? Is paleo good? Gluten-free, sugar-free, this-free, that-free? Instead, it's mindfulness. What works for Stacy 
may not work for Crystal. What works for Crystal may not work for Stacy. So instead, once we say, hey, how do I feel when I eat this food? If we bring our focus into our awareness and our mindfulness and really being mindful eaters, like what, what am I eating? Am I chewing? Because some people could go through a whole meal, don't even know if they chewed, you know, they just swallowed it, what, what did I eat? And then they might not feel good after. So I think that if we could come into this year trying to be more mindful of what works for you in every aspect, food, exercise, movement, you know, your thoughts, yeah. I think that that would be the a really healthy approach and understanding your why. Because if yeah. you are dieting because you are told that you're overweight or some childhood trauma or someone bullied you, you know, or you feel like you're not good enough, you don't look great enough, if it's for that, it's all the wrong reasons. If it's why, mm-hmm. if it goes to your inner core, then we're getting somewhere. So I think that perhaps we could really focus on that this quarter, this day, would be such a gift to yourself. So what I did personally last year, last year was a horrible year for me, but in hindsight, last New Year's, I made a promise to myself that I would change something that had more to do with me than on the inside than me on the outside. So I decided that I was going to change how I spoke to myself. And I didn't really realize how horrible I actually was at it. So the biggest trick that I found, or it's not even really a trick, but the biggest thing I caught is instead of saying that I have to do X, Y, and Z, you reframe it and say, I get to do X, Y, and Z. And I know it sounds really hokey and really kind of ridiculous, but it it's really kind of changed. Oh, instead of you having to do something, you get to do something. That's been huge for me, and I just thought I'd share. I think that's great. It's so important. It's just a little shift of our mindset. Yeah. You know, and and I think that that's why, you know, Stacey and I talk about this all the time. I think these marketing traps of either doctors or these influencers on social media or like the latest crave of like, oh, it's got to be collagen and, you know, or you have to put this in your coffee or this. And I think it, it, it's such a marketing trap because instead you have to say, well, what, what do I need? Do I like that? Do I want to drink that? You know, and if you do, that's different, you know, like I know me personally, I put spirulina in my um, unsweetened coconut yogurt and I love it. It looks pretty gross. It's all green, but to me it gives me energy and vitality and I, and I don't mind the taste because the, it, mm-hmm. it just absorbs in the yogurt. But, you know, if you were forced, if someone said you have to take this in order to lose weight or 
feel this way. You wouldn't like that. And so I would say, like, look at the products that are on the market and ask yourself, does it resonate with you, but for what reason? Do you really want to try that, or is this another marketing you know, story that is saying, take this, eat this, and this is how you're going to look or feel. Because mm-hmm. no one could make you feel except yourself. And in that internal, so that's the internal work you need to do. And, I, and, and that's what the marketing is playing upon. So, you know, like we, I, I think the basics of eating healthy go back to generations ago where they would go to the market on a, you know, very frequent and they would get the fresh um, food and they would make a balanced meal with some type of protein, with some type of vegetable. They really didn't have much processed food back then. It was all homemade and they, you know, there weren't many choices of beverages, it was really water back then, right? So if we look at balanced meals, that's, are we eating balanced meals? I mean, you could even ask yourself, are you eating a balanced breakfast or lunch or dinner? Are you having healthy snacks? So back then it would just be, you know, fruits. Um, Right now, all of the processed foods, like if it's processed, it's usually nutrient void so it's dead of nutrients and and how do you feel when you eat that that's back to the mindfulness and i think there needs to be a shift with this because that's a journey and and every day may be a challenge until we really get this into your daily ritual so i read something recently Oh, sorry, Stacy. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just reading something recently that said whatever you're eating or consuming, are you contributing to your wellness or your illness? And yeah, that kind of really hit because the boat I'm in, I have a medical condition, so you know, it kind of puts a whole new spin on things. Am I am I doing things that are rooting the disease or, you know, trying to find wellness? And that's been a huge, it's been a huge thing, but it's something to think about. Yeah, 100%. You know, I always would say, you know, ask yourself, what is this food going to do for you? Is it going to give you energy? Is it going to nourish your hair, your skin, your nails? Is it going to um, make you feel sluggish? Is it going to give you a headache? Is it going to give you joint pain? Is it going to go to all your problem spots? Like if you ask yourself, it's, you know, like if you're looking at a, um, you know, big whatever Mac with French fries and one of those shakes and maybe one of the Sundays and, you know, a, you know, an apple turnover thing. Can you really ask yourself, what is that doing for you and say to yourself, oh, it's going to give me energy. It's going to, you know, nourish me. You no, know, right? So like, and again, we can't 
fool ourselves, right? So that's where it's all about being honest with ourselves and mindful and not falling for these marketing traps because they're there. They're all over. They're like booby traps. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you know as well as I do, there is a huge difference between being full and being satisfied. There's a huge difference. Yep. And some people never get satisfied. Right. This time of year, diets are just proliferating in, in online and in women's magazines. And because of my history with diets, I I just recoil every time I see like a seven-day food plan laid out because, believe me, I've tried them. And, and all for me, all they do is backfire. And one of the biggest things that I've been working on with Nancy, and we, Nancy and I talk once a month through her membership, uh, which is on her website, nancygoberti.com, if you want to check out what that's about. But she's really trained me to listen to my body. And I, I've just thrown all the conventional wellness stuff out the window. And one of the biggest things that has helped me in recent months is just, it sounds so, you know, like no-brainer, but we're, we're really trained by the wellness and diet industry to not listen to our bodies. And so just eating according to my hunger patterns is so, it, it's healing, it's actually very soothing, um, you know, and it, it teaches me about what my body needs and when. And it's amazing when I allow my body to really show me what's going on how just different, it's just so different from prescribed food plans, from diet, from conventional wisdom. You know, like I, if, if you let yourself really sink in with your body, you'll see how it literally will follow the patterns of the sun, you know, in terms of hunger and when the hunger starts to ebb. And it's like, this is so weird. I'm really not, like I, I used to be a big nighttime eater because I was so deprived during the day. And when I just eat when I need to and listen and make sure I have enough and, you know, as nutritional as I'm, I'm willing, <laughs> it, it is amazing what happens. And, and there's just this wonderful sense of balance and well-being that comes from me being in charge. You know, like we're, we're trained not to trust ourselves. And that's the big lie. We can totally trust ourselves. And I think that we're trained not to, we're trained also to listen to others when it comes to our health, be it your doctor, be it this marketing. And and that really, Stacey, really, when you own the power of your wellness and your journey, because it's a journey, we're all on a journey together. Um, and if we could motivate and empower each other, that's fantastic. Along that way, you're going to meet some bad apples, and those are the people that will um, play on your vulnerabilities through marketing, right? And then you start to second-guess yourself. But if you work on this every day, and, and, and I really, truly believe, after doing this for over 21 years, I believe that the mindset is 
the most important thing for people reaching wellness, be it weight loss, exercise. It's our mindset. It's what we say every day. And this is why I always encourage this I am statement or I am manifestation, as I like to call it. And what do you say about yourself after the words I am? And that's super, super important. Are you saying, I am a healthy eater? I am strong. I am beautiful. I am handsome. Whatever, you know. Or are you saying, I am, and all these negative things. And if you're saying that, you, you really have to replace it with something positive. Even if you don't feel like it, it's something you want to attain. It's something that you work on every day. I am in control. Imagine saying that. I am in control of my wellness. I am in control of my weight management. I am in control of my eating. That really makes you feel so powerful and confident that you could actually go do it. I am worthy. Yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's excellent. And the subconscious mind doesn't know what's truth or not, so you might as well just give it good stuff mm-hmm. and exactly. let it take it in as fact. Exactly. Once you start changing your mindset, too, I mean, the negativity will just suck you in eventually. Like, I get in, in places of real cynicism once in a while where everything on TV sucks. Every movie sucks. Everything <laughs> I do sucks. And once you start kind of falling into that trap, your life suffers. Like, I mean, I used to get so worked up on what other people enjoyed. And it's like you don't realize what kind of, like – toll that takes on your body, your soul, your mind, and it just leads you to nothing but miserable and take, not taking care of yourself. Once you start just looking at things from a more positive perspective, like, hey, that's, I mean, I may not like that, but there's some merit there. Or let them like what they like. And you don't worry about the little things that you let bother you, and you're able to open yourself up to some kind of positivity. It really is incredible how much healing you can do to your own just health and body overall. Exactly. I mean, I think that, you know, everything that happened with the pandemic and politics and everything, it it, it just, if you went on Twitter, you could absolutely blow your brains out. Okay. So, you know, (laughs) and, and you look at it and you say, can I make a difference by watching this? Can I make a change with all the chaos that's going on? Right? No. So then why succumb to it? Why go down that bunny hole and, and just read all the garbage? You know, like, so instead, like, even with nothing good on TV, you could rent, um, you, know, m- you know, old movies that when you think that the world was a bit normal and <laughs> find something or read a great book or write your own book. I mean, there's so much. Live your life instead of, going into all of this chaos. Well, the fascinating thing is once you really start dipping your toes in the negativity, you begin to seek it out. Like you look for things yes. that are going to bother you, and that's a weird place to be. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. And it's always accessible. You know, so it's like, and, I, you know, Stacey and I also talk about, like, sleep. Sleep should be guarded. You know, it's sacred. 
And I think that so many people are walking around sleep-deprived. And the problem with being sleep-deprived, it then affects your adrenal system. It then does not make it easy for you to lose weight. It also affects your cognitive um, abilities. It can affect your short-term and long-term memory. So we need to look at are we going with, like, say we didn't have lights and we have to wake up with the sunrise and go to bed with the sunset, or, or are we doing that? Are we following a pattern? Are we listening to our body when we're tired? Or are we getting ourselves revved up in the evening and then working past midnight? Because that's throwing off your cortisol levels, and then you can't lose weight. So, again, it's all about mindfulness and every aspect of your life, you know, food, exercise, how you deal with stress, how are you sleeping, you know. And I know, Stacey, you have made a lot of discoveries with sleep as well. Yes, I have. And, you know, because we've worked together for a while, uh, it's not something that came easy. I mean, and I, I didn't... I, I, I made a few attempts and then it would slide back uh, and something I just kept at it and I, it's, not, it's not just me trying to do better with sleep it's everything, it's like you said Nancy with the lifestyle you know, the, the positive thinking the I am statements, that all goes into the into the um, pot you know, and something shifted uh, just like this month And if anyone is wanting to to really work on their sleep and get to better bed at a better time, this is the perfect time of year to do it because it gets dark so early. So you almost have like a head start. But um, I I just started going to bed. I'm usually, my old pattern was like 1, 2 a.m. I mean, that was my norm. And lately I've been in bed by like, I'm staying up late for the show, but lately it's been like 9:30, 10, and I can my my dreams are different. I, I can feel my subconscious mind processing out uh, the garbage and the the junk, and I wake up naturally um, at about 6 a.m. and it's like it's miraculous, and I and I my mood is better, and I know if I keep doing this. The memory is probably going to improve. Uh, the digestion, it's just going to keep snowballing in a good direction. But you you hit it on the head, Nancy. It's really sacred. I mean, it is so good sleep is so medicinal. And I'm learning how to really be protective of it and respect it and guard it because it's so important. It's so important, and people don't realize how important it is. You know, some people will say, how much sleep do you need? You know, and a person says, I only need four hours. Well, you know what? I have seen that, that it catches up to the person, and it's not good, you know. So, you know, you have to like – and then you just – your routine gets used to not going to bed at a good hour where you're like, oh, well – I don't have to do this yeah. chore now because I have so many more hours. But really get the work done in a better time frame. Like I think we could always be more productive if we look at uh, where we 
you know, um, losing productive time so then you could actually yeah. get to bed earlier. It's so important. That was and always you know, my excuse. Like, there's one more thing exactly. I need to do. Just one more. Oh, right. One, no, there's another thing. And now I just say, you know what? It's waiting until tomorrow. That's it. Nothing. Exactly. That task is not more important than my well-being. You see, you shifted. So you shift. I'm worthy. Right? That's not going to, because that's going to take away. It's going to chip away at your wellness. Is that um, sure? Whatever you have to do, more important than you. And I think that's what everyone needs to ask themselves. You know, and you could ask that even of the relationships you're in. You could ask that for, if you're working, how coworkers speak to you. You know, I know a woman who, when she was not in the best relationship, she then, like a magnet, she would get these abusive work relationships and everything else. And when she finally got into a healthy relationship, she no longer would take these abusive work relationships. So you have to say, am I worthy? Why should someone talk to me this way? Even if it's your doctor, you know, your doctor could be also abusive. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um, if you have questions, ask your doctor. They should take the time to answer them. And if they don't, then you really should find yourself another doctor. Oh, yeah. That's, it's so true. You, you, you have to start, I don't know, just make, making the connection about your worth, even if you're not entirely believing of it in the beginning. You just have to start training your mind. It, it, it's that simple, you know, because otherwise the same patterns are just going to keep repeating themselves. And it takes time. You know, it does take time, um, but it's so worth it. It really is. It's worth the investment. 100%. I mean, it's one. It's difficult to keep regurgitating everything that was wrong or has been wrong in your life. It's it's exhausting. It's you know it. <laughs> it gives you wings to finally let go of the things that aren't working, and you get to reach for something new. And I think um, just in the atmosphere we've all been in the last three years, it's been heavy. It's been really heavy. So it's um, it's been a chore to learn how to climb back out of this amazingly dark hole um, that I personally have found myself in. So, but I mean, it's like Stacy was saying, it's a process. You, you, you won't go from point A to point B overnight. You got to do the work and then you'll see, you've got to have some effort. You've got to, you're worth the effort. Yeah. And um, even with exercise, you know, yeah. exercise, even think about the yoga program. I mean, you're not going to start at day one and then turn into whatever you want to turn into. Every day you've right. got to do something. It's with everything. But it's the mindset it's, because it's easy. You start all gung-ho and then you fade away. So every day you have to say, is my health worthy? Am I worthy to reach total wellness of mind and body? 
What do I want to accomplish in this life? Because as far as I know, we only get one chance at it, okay? Maybe you believe in reincarnation, but in this form, (laughs) you get one chance. So are you worthy to do all you want to accomplish and be around all the people you want to be? It's a a great point. You know, when, you know, we talked about all the crap that's happened in the past couple of years, and so much of everything has been beyond a lot of our control. But when you think about it, your eating and your health and your diet is one place where you really can just claim control. It, you, it's something you can do within yourself that you don't need to rely on the world or other people. It's something that you can really just, you can create a sense of control in that. You know, it may not be naturally there, but it is something that, is within ourselves that makes us feel in control. And you know what, Mike, it's 100%. Like I always say, like I don't even like the word diet. I, I have no idea why they use that word. It's an eating. It's your eating protocol. It's how you eat. It's not a diet. Like diet sounds temporary. But that's why I always say it's a lifestyle. So like for me, I, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm in New York. It doesn't matter if I'm in a different part of the world, a different country, I am going to make sure that I eat healthy because I don't like how I feel if I don't. <laughs> so, you know, I honor my body like, hey, you know, I want to feel good so then I can do the things, you know, that I want to do, serve others. If I eat garbage, it's not going to work out. So, there's really no place that you could go to that you can't find something healthy. And so it's right. just a matter of perspective. It's a matter of, you know, a little preparation. Do you take food with you? Do you find healthy places that, you know, there's a supermarket, you know, walk around the peripheral of a supermarket, you're going to find the produce. So, you know, what does it take? And I think it takes you saying that you want to be healthy. And lots of people want to be healthy, but they don't feel that they should, you know, they don't really feel worthy. They don't feel why it should happen for them. I had this discussion one time with a woman, and she was saying that, Oh, you know, eating well is all fine and dandy and eating healthy. But she said, it takes so much time. It's not convenient and blah, blah, blah. It just went on and on and on. And I just looked at her square in the face and I said, what's easier than a handful of grapes? Right. Right? Right. It doesn't have to be complicated. Right? It doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to make it hard. (laughs) Yeah, I I think we overcomplicate a lot when it comes to the diet. Like, we look for, you know, what's this? Can I get this without this, without this? But, you know, since the beginning of time, there's been a basic understanding of what's good for you and what's not for you. And sometimes when we say that there's options or I can't find anything, we're kind of looking for a complicated uh, solution to a pretty simple answer. Yes. You can make it simple, right? Keep it simple. It's really, right. really easy <laughs> when we break <laughs> it down. It's just 
everything, life is, look, life is complicated and we all have to deal with stress, right? So that's where you have to have good stress um, strategies. You, uh, a little preparation, like making a, a food list, going shopping, you know, whatever you're good at cooking, make those meals, make a batch of them for a few days if you don't have, if you don't want to do it on a daily basis. I mean, but I will say this, there is joy in homemade meals, um, making each meal. And, and it, it, once you really take control, you almost don't want to give someone else control. We're going, you know, always going out to eat, you know, because they're, it's just different when you, when you make homemade meals. That's how I see it. You know, you put love and energy into picking out the right foods, making it taste really healthy, and now you're honoring your body even more. Uh, I, I, you know, that may take a while to get to that point. So at least now, if you're having a lot of fast foods, you know, see, how do you feel when you have those fast foods? Maybe it like how it tastes, but I'm assuming that it's going to make you feel sluggish afterwards and maybe even mentally foggy. So if you see that, maybe just uh, substitute at least one meal a day with a healthy one until you really see yeah. the difference. You will see the difference of how you feel, and then you just keep it going, honoring yourself and saying you are worthy until you get to the point where it is a daily, daily ritual, not a diet. It's a ritual. It's a lifestyle, the sleep, the exercise, the eating healthy, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of supermarkets have, you know, they're noticing, they respond to our demand. And I I see so many healthy options and also a lot of um some of the prep work has been cut out. You know, like you can get rice cauliflower so you don't have to, you know, stand there and, and food process it yourself. Um, the other day I made cauliflower soup out of uh, a bag of frozen rice cauliflower, organic chicken bone broth, sautéed onions, and some ghee. Uh, I love cooking ghee the whole, like, superfood as far as I'm concerned. And um, it doesn't burn, and it's it's just you do the grass fed ghee. It's really, it's really. It just I feel so good when I cook with it. And it was super simple. You just literally kind of toss it in a an iron pot and and let it alchemize. And it's so healthy and satisfying. And I control the ingredients, and it's a great comforting nourishing way to get the vegetables in because I'm not a big salad person so I tend to go for the vegetable based uh, soups and things like that and I I just love it and it's, it's simple and it, it is very satisfying you know to cook for yourself and it's, it's a form of self love really when you think about it and, and there's great mortgage companies too Great mortgage yeah. companies if you want to buy yourself a carton of eggs, too, if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a little bit of a challenge now. We were just at Costco, and they were sold out of eggs. Really? Um, oh. Literally sold it's out. It's wild. They said they won't, they won't even get any in tomorrow. 
So I'm like, okay. And but, what's um, going on with the yeah. eggs? It's another thing. One time it's the toilet paper, now it's the eggs. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. Else, it always does. Something else will shift into another shortage or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and also speaking of Costco, and Nancy, I'm sure you can speak to this, because you do have to, you know, back to marketing, you have to assume that a lot of these companies don't have your best interest at heart. And I was kind of perusing the vitamins at Costco, and one looked good to me. I think it was like a, a omega-3 type thing, and I'm like, oh, I'm out of that. Maybe I'll get this. And then I, I took a closer look, and I realized it was gummies. And uh-huh. I'm like, is there anything that's not purveyed now into a gummy? I mean, and, and they, you know, whether it's probiotics or vitamins or whatever, it's like everything is gummy now. And they, they do taste good, and we all know that. But, I mean, it's, just a, it's probably not the healthiest option, and some yeah. of these could be downright deceptive in terms of the, do, do the benefits uh, really outweigh what's in the gummies, which is probably sugar. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the first ingredients, it's usually like tapioca, starch, yeah. and then it has sugar, and then it has something else. It's like the first three to four ingredients are sugar. So you're, it's, a, it's a great point because, you know, say you can get gummies even with L-theanine and GABA for calming. Well, it's, the gummies are like candy. It's better to take the L-theanine, which is an amino acid, or GABA, obviously speak to your medical professional or pr- practitioner before you ever take anything, but it's better just to take the capsule. Um, as opposed to taking the gummy. And, but that's a really good point. And they sell because who doesn't want a little sugar? Um, so it's not like they're doing it for the betterment. <laughs> they're doing it because it's going to yeah. sell. They're treating us like children. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like Flintstones it's triple really vitamin amazing. for adults. <laughs> oh, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's oh, really good. Like you look at these companies and you just shake your head. Kind of funny because I remember trying to teach my kids how to grocery shop, you know, and it was kind of weird because what they thought was something that they could ingest safely. Um, So I just taught them a trick and I said, look at it this way. Would your great grandparents, recognize this as food or as garbage. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. Good, a good barometer. Right? And I mean, the world has changed so much and we always eat on the fly or we have the ability to eat on the fly. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. If you can't recognize that this is a cucumber, that's a problem. That's a problem. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, Nancy, you told me this. You know, that you, there are all kinds of probiotics out there. And, um, oh, yeah. One, and some are very expensive. And so, some have dairy in them. And, then, you know, they're mm. not as good as 
as they purport to be, because they can actually, you know, if you're dairy sensitive, they can kind of backfire on you. But very you know, bad. Always reminding me that fermented foods and pickled foods are really good to have around. And um, I was recently we we were in Florida for a few months, and this was just sheer, you know, sort of like happenstance. We were trying to clean out the fridge. And we were finishing this jar of pickles, and I hate wasting things. So I'm like, I'm going to drink this juice. And I, <laughs> I drank, you know, like a small juice glass over the course of a few hours. And I couldn't believe how balanced I felt. I had no craving for, like, the rest of the day. I'd, cause a lot of times late in the day I'll get a sweet craving. Nothing. And I'm like, there's got to be something to this, because I've heard pickle juice can be really beneficial, but I was just blown away at how it equalized me. It, it was like the most stabilizing thing, and I, I was not expecting it. I, I don't really get that from eating pickles, but there was something about the juice that was pretty magical, and I just wondered if you, if you could speak to that, Nancy. Yeah, you know, fermented foods um, are like sauerkraut is so good for you because they have prebiotics and probiotics in them. And all of our health and inflammation really starts in our gut. This is why it's super important to look at what you're eating. So our our, um, balance should be like 80% to 90% beneficial bacteria, and the rest we can handle any bad bacteria. Most people have it switched the other way. So, you know, a healthy, a good quality probiotic not based on dairy or soy um, that doesn't have all these bad things added to them, and you really have to, you know, read the extra ingredients as well. But if you also incorporate these um, foods that are fermented, it can help as well. And if you're not familiar with fermented foods and you don't keep them in your regimen, I would, you know, slowly add them in Um, just the same way when people want to increase their fiber, you want to do that slowly because if you do it too fast, you could get cramping. Um, But the fermented foods, again, are, are, are really very um, healthy and good for you, like the apple cider, you know, the pickles, um, the sauerkraut um, are, are more of the popular ones. Um, even yogurts um, are very good for you. I, I would always go with like unsweetened. There's a harmless harvest brand of coconut yogurt that tastes amazing. And they have unsweetened, but they also have vanilla and strawberry, and they're not as high in sugar as the conventional ones, but yet they taste really good. So, you know, you may like pickles too, right? And then that's also helpful because their lacto-fermented pickles um, are very good as well. And if you like vinegar and all of that, you know, again, it's nice to have a balance and get this in you. And like Stacey, you mentioned soups. Soups are so good for you. Um, And if you make your own soup, like a chicken soup with bones, 
you're going to get such medicinal value from that broth, and you could just drink that. You could add that to warm-up meals. That's going to give you so much nutrients, you know, probably even better than any supplement can. Um, even like garlic is, a, you know, so good for antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. You add garlic to soups as well. That's really going to help with your... Um, Overall wellness. Yeah, Mike, take some garlic. <laughs> that, right? that can help knock a cold out, seriously. It's amazing. <laughs> when my kids got sick when they were young, I would make, I would always have homemade chicken broth and I would warm it up and take one clove of a raw garlic and chop it up and just have them drink it. And it's antimicrobial, antiviral. Um, it's potent stuff and that's why there's so many aged garlic supplements out there where they age them for like 24 months it's very very powerful i mean it is so powerful it it, it thins out your blood so obviously if you're on coumadin or a blood thinner you don't want to take it but garlic is um a superfood actually we'll keep the vampires away too (laughs) <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> I, I have a quick question for you because a lot of times when, you know, well, first of all, I am skeptical of the word diet along with you to the point where if I see it advertised anywhere, I just automatically think it's a scam. Like I think the term diet mm-hmm. has been put up there with the term like, hey, you can win $10,000 by cooking here. You know, you just have that instant <laughs> skepticism. But for people that do kind of really need to, like, monitor, you know, some of us, it works better to have some kind of numerical counting system of our intake. And, you know, back when I was younger, it was calories, and then it was carbs, and then it was all this stuff. Is there any, like, newer data or trends on what we should be looking at and what we should be controlling when it comes to our intake of certain things in that kind of way that is good to track and monitor for somebody trying to get healthier? I would say, you know, with calories, it really depends on one's movement and activity, right? So if they were to say, oh, you know, have 2,000 calories a day, but you're not moving whatsoever, and out of those 2,000 calories, you know, how much of it is sugar and um, unhealthy fats, right? But Say you like this is why the guidelines really don't make sense. So say you now you have a marathon runner and you say you could only have two thousand calories, who just ran twenty six point two miles. That's a no no because they're going to pass out. So you know, it goes back. Then I would say the most important thing to do is make sure you're having protein with each meal. And protein could be in any form. So if it's a lean animal protein and you look at turkey and chicken or fish, you know, it, it's not sinful to have red meat if it's grass-fed. Um, you know, if you, if you look at the nutrients and the amino acids that you get from it, um, it's very good for you if it's quality, Right. So I would say the most important thing is to make sure that you have protein with each meal to keep your blood sugar level even. So when I 
you know, talk to people who prefer not to have animal protein. Then we look at like the pea protein in a Sun Warrior blend that one scoop will have 18 grams of protein. And then you could add that to water or you could add it to a milk, an almond milk, a coconut milk, um, and you're getting protein there. What does that protein do when you have it with each meal? It makes you feel full. It reduces the sugar cravings, but it keeps your blood sugar even. So you are going to have energy throughout the day, and um, it's fuel for your brain as well. So I would look at how much protein one is getting and then say, well, and now, so say you're having 50 grams of protein, but you're then counting up your sugar and there's 150 grams of sugar. We know, think of the seashore, we're not balanced. So, you know, like if you keep the sugars to 21 grams a day, and the protein at 100, that's really cool, right? Um, and then make sure it's balanced where you're getting, like, green, you know, if you like greens. Again, you have to know what you like, what works best for you. But I would definitely look at protein and look at sugar. And we know that carbohydrates turn into sugar if they're sugar. simple carbohydrates. You, so lots of people will look at the net carbohydrate, right? So they'll see the carbs minus the fiber and they'll get the net. I'm more interested in the protein for the fact of the blood sugar level because that's going to give you um, energy and that's going to fuel your body. And I don't um, think people look at that. No, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's so important, and I want to tell everyone, you, you should go to Nancy's website, nancygiverti.com, and uh, Instagram and all the social media. You have no idea how crucial it is in this game, in this you know, world of health and fitness and all this stuff. There's so many bad actors. And to have somebody that you can trust in the fields that you know that you can, you know, go to and they're going to give you good information. And if they're not and they learn from it, they're going to let you know that that information is no longer good or it's changed. I mean, it's such an important thing because there's a lot of scams. There's a lot of bad actors. And I, I'm so grateful to have you on the show every every quarter here because I know that you're somebody that, you know, cares about people. You, we can trust what you say. And it's just it's just a great resource to have on DDP Radio. So I, I appreciate you always coming in on here with us. Well, thank you. I love coming on with all of you guys. And Stacy and I just going at it. And, you know, um, since we last spoke, I actually, I, I, I want to be the ripple effect and have this information go to other health coaches and practitioners. So I started a institute where we got the health courses accredited and certified by the American Association of Drugless Practitioners. So if people want to become health coaches or, you know, we have like three courses. One is specific for special needs children and anxiety and OCD. And then we have one for weight loss because I feel that there's a lot of um, pretty aggressive weight loss programs out there that are 
um, by done by medical physicians and even med spas. And I wanted to show that we have to look at that more in a holistic way. So um, got that certified and incorporating functional medicine testing. And then the overall health coach who wants to really go into hormones for men and women and touch upon all of these. That's our most comprehensive. But I was like, you know, if you look at even the schools, because so many people would say, what's a great school to become a health coach? And I would be like, well, this is good for that, but that's good. And we have minuses here. And I was like, you know what? I started teaching other practitioners for a nutraceutical company. Um, and then I, I just, and then uh, two schools asked me to present on things and I did that for them. And then I was like, I'm just going to put all of this into a health course, but I wanted it to get accredited. So when someone graduated, at least they could be a certified health coach um, in a special concentration. So I'm excited to um, have that. So hopefully the whole goal is that we have caring health coaches that are equipped with the right information in the toolkit to share with the people that their community um, that they work with. Well, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's amazing. Can you, can you tell us where we, uh, we can find more information about that? Yeah, that's on my website, Nancy Guberti, because the actual school itself is called Total Wellness Empowerment Institute.com. And there, I, there is a tab off of my Nancy Guberti website um, the underneath practitioner training, or they could go directly just to Total Wellness Empowerment Institute.com. Well, thank you so much. We we always appreciate it. And, of course, also I want to mention StacyMorris.com. Um, her cookbooks are a game changer for you if you want to, you know, really just take advantage of living the good life while also living the healthy life. And um, her and Chef Bill have come up with so many amazing, amazing recipes. And, I mean, I've, I mean, I've probably – I don't even remember – like if they're Stacy recipes, because I've just taken them and, and used them in my life so much that I almost consider them my own. <laughs> if I trace them back far enough, I'm sure they go back to Stacy. And um, those are uh, just game changers. And Nancy, of course, uh, NancyGuberti.com, StacyMorris.com. Thank you guys so much for coming on with us. Um, I apologize for any of my hacks that made it to the air. I got a little, got a nasty cold here. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for your patience. Feel better, Mike. And get some garlic. Yeah, thanks for having us on again. Oh, anytime, absolutely. Stacey, you're always one of the OG co-hosts here on DDP Radio, and uh, it's such a pleasure talking to you every every quarter, like we've been doing. And uh, it's it's crazy because these these sessions fly by so quickly, and I'm sure um, before we know it, we're going to be celebrating spring. So, thank you guys so much uh, for another episode of DDP Radio. Uh, Crystal, I know that we count on yes. you to uh, to fire us out with the quote of the week, and we're going to do that, and then we're going to be on our merry way. Yeah, I'm kind of juggling between two, but this one won out, I guess. When someone tells you it can't be done, it is a reflection of their limits, not yours. Mm. Uh, I love that. 
Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget to check out Nancy Gervarte on Instagram, social media, stacymorris.com, DDP Radio. We'll be back next week. Another episode. Thank you guys. It's been a blast. Have a great week, and don't forget to own your life. We'll see you guys soon. I lost the outro. That was, I, I screwed that up so royally, but I'll get it right here. Today. There we that go. Great work, <laughs> the power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.